Okay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, is this a new one? So, this is going to be a hero's feast one shot. Yeah, so I'm bad at time management. So, I'm <laughs> I'm I'm Alex. Uh, I usually am playing Mags the Warlock, but I'm DMing this one, and we're going to call this uh, the Great Sword of Pi May. That'll be the Ooh, official title. Pi, you say? P I E. No, P P A I. Oh, oh. man. There I mean, no, as a Goliath with minus one intelligence. I probably can't tell the difference. So you're minus I am one here for power modifier. When you say you're a giant, how how big? Yeah, that'll be I a think good segue. Like tell eight, us. Eight we'll feet. go around. Uh -oh. okay. My name is Tall Mod. <laughs> I am a Goliath champion. Ooh. Right. A champion. So I'm. That's. I tend to recite poetry as I fight. Oh, nice. And I am haunted by ghosts. Terrifying. Interesting. Awesome. Cool. Uh, and Raman was telling me a little bit about his character earlier, but I like. But let's hear a little bit about yours. Uh, I am Sir Stellan Merrick, a knight, a human knight. Uh, and this is my trusty steed, uh, Tristan. I'm not his trusty. This beautiful you're... chestnut mare in front of you. Okay. Ah, yes, that one. <laughs> uh, that I'm not sitting on. I don't leave. <laughs> um. So I'm Washburn, just Washburn, um, and I am a human fighter. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, so, actually, an arcane, arcane archer. Oh, cool. Oh. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. I'm glad you went with the non-melee. Yeah, the non-melee. Non <laughs> it's fighter. Sir Merrick. Raman. Uh, yes. Sir Merrick okay. and what? What's your name again? I am Tall Mod. Tall Mod. Do you go by Tall or Mod? I go by Mod. Okay. Or tall mod. <laughs> okay. What was your character in it again, James? Wash Washburn. Or wash. You're not gonna. You're not. Wind. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I know. <laughs> you're not gonna take like something to the chest, are you? Just <laughs> <laughs> when I when I die. <laughs> a leaf on the wind. Curse your inevitable. Yeah, just never say that. <laughs> Don't say right. the word. Yeah. God okay. The DM does have godlike powers to yeah, make plot events just happen without That is now a trigger in this. Uh, uh, if you yeah. say that, there will be a spike suddenly protruding through your chest. Awesome. Alright, right, I'm Eric. I am playing Uzad the Grim. I am a half-orc warlock. Oh, cool. Uh, and yeah. this is Sarah, and I am playing Kalista Romazi, who is a tiefling warlock. And I made a pact with a fiendish entity years ago. So we do voices. You, you can. It's a, yeah, I'm not great at them. I might throw a couple in there every so you. often, but. Yeah. I like to do voices, even though I'm not very good at them. Okay, so um, to give you a little bit of backstory, you are. Um, we'll say you. We've found yourself. You've all been um, hired previously, and you've kind of worked uh, worked together in the for this uh, person that has who has hired you to retrieve this great sword it is a the person who has hired you is a dwarf named Miss all you know is his name is Mr. Zircon you don't know if that's his real name or not but 
He, um, so he's hired you. You've done a few little odd jobs for him before. <clears throat> um, he's currently sent you to um, a village um, called Kiranak. It's a very small, kind of a like right, right at the base of a mountain. Um, and it's not very, it's a, uh, you've got a couple taverns, a market, some inns. It's not a very bustling town. But he sent you here um, with his, uh, with uh, one of his own lieutenants, who is a female uh, Githyanki knight um, named Dexri Akito. Um, and essentially, your job is to um, appeal to the monks at the monastery called Paime, which is up the mountains, a stretch from Kiranak. And uh, you're supposed to secure you're supposed to convince him to create uh, a silver sword for a conflict that, uh, for basically for Mr. Zircon's purposes. He hasn't really told you what he needs it for, but you trust him enough to know that it's, he has a good reason for wanting this. Um, the reason, uh, and as you um, made your way to this small village, uh, Dexry has kind of given you a little bit of backstory on this monastery. Um, it's the it's um, run by uh, a man named uh, Hosari Haken, who is a Githzerai Zerth, which she explains as Zerth is kind of a high-ranking um, monk in the Githzerai sort of uh, uh, school of thought. And she, uh, as a Githyanki, she tells you that her that the, the Githyanki are kind of a warlike people, and she and the, they and the Githyanki don't really get along. So she has forsaken the Githyanki. She's not really a part of them anymore. So she is kind of interceding on the fact that she is, that she are a race. She's still a Gith, and that she can intercede on that behalf. And she hopes that the fact that she kind of comes from the Githyanki background isn't going to be a problem. But it's the, it, as Mr. Zircon has kind of sent her, sent her along with you to, uh, kind of uh, act as, I guess, kind of a liaison, because, and she knows a little bit more about the gift culture, and I don't know um, if any of you want to, I don't know how much you know about the gift or anything, but if you want to, like, talk to her more about, so we're kind of, this is going to be the evening before you set up this mountain pass to go to the monastery. Um, it's a pretty solid hike up a mountain, and um, so you're all kind of in an, in an inn, eating dinner together mm, and um, uh, and you can kind of chat with each other, chat with her. Anything that our, you want to know. Our guide is a dwarf also or is she a human? Sh um, so the woman that's Missed with on. you is a gith. She's a oh, gith yep, yankee. So, and the dwarf's not with you. He, she, the dwarf has kind of sent you all, all to this sort of a, as a base camp to go and try to get this guy to make a sword. And that's kind of your objective. What's that? How do you spell her race? Uh, uh, G I T H. Is that's like the base race? She's Git Yankee, which is. Okay. She's from Boston. Yeah, she's. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's the Githzerai, who are they are kind of warring factions with one another. They yeah. have just two different frames of thought. But for frame of reference. Yeah, that's good. That's what she looks oh, like. That's okay. good. Thank you. She's so so I'm yeah, just making sure I knew what No, that's perfect. So she gifts are kind of have brownish yellowish skin, kind of covered in spots. She's got her hair 
it's really dark, jet black, kind of tied up in kind of dreadlocks, like short dreadlocks up above her head. Um, you know, she has pointy ears. She's got her own, she's got a, a, a great sword of her own that she carries with her. Um, and, and yeah, they have the, and, and that's kind of how she's looking, but. So, anything you want to. Do they have any, wanna, like, yeah. they don't necessarily like each other, but do they not like any other races? Uh, yeah, and, and, the, and she will tell you anything, she'll, she'll kind of tell you about how the, the gifts, uh, were in servitude to the Illithids, the mind, the mind flayers, yeah. many thousands of years ago. They, uh, the Gith, the Yankee leader, um, I now forget this person's name, but there, a leader rose up and sort of led a, a rebellion um, to liberate the people from the Mind Flayers. Um, and after they were liberated, there was this sort of parting of ways. The Gith Yankee felt that the Gith were superior to other races, and they sort of retreated into the astral plane, and they conduct raids periodically. Um, they're kind of like, I kind of think of them as like astral plane pirates. They show up every now and again, <laughs> blow the hell out of everything, and then go back to the astral plane. Um, and so they're very militant, but they're kind of, I guess, they're kind of like Klingons in a way. Like they're very military, <laughs> militant. Like. Yeah, like, so that's what they they have with. a very strict military sort of uh, society. Uh, the Gith Zerai, <laughs> on the other uh, hand, she doesn't know as much about them because she spent more time with the Gith Yankee kind of sect. But what she does know is that they are more, uh, they seek to sort of like this, they're, the, the Githzerai live in limbo, typically, which is a plane of total shifting chaos, but they use their psychic powers to shape that chaos into their structures and things like that. So, um, but they, but both sects, the Githyanki and the Githzerai, conduct like raids to, to just slaughter mind players. Like, they. They, that's they, they <coughs> can both agree that they hate mind players more than they hate each other, but but they still hate each other a lot. Yeah. So Decria, why? Tell me more about this monastery. Why are we going to this monastery for this sword? Um, well, she tells you, she she tells you about the she she doesn't know too much about the man for the 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 Gitzerai Zerth they call Hosari Haken, other than the fact that he too was once rumored to be a Githyanki. And he turned his back on that that military lifestyle. He was a weaponsmith for them. He he was, he was had he gained a reputation uh, for uh, building for creating excellent swords. That, and as she tells you a little bit about the Githyanki silver swords, that um, when you're in the astral plane, if you're visiting the astral plane, like by means of a spell, your your soul is connected to your body with this silver cord. But if a gith a gift has the ability to use these silver these silver swords to slice that cord and separate your spirit from your body. So they're kind of powerful. In the hands of a gift, these swords are very dangerous. Uh, and he, she also says that um, they don't part with their swords lightly. They, they're they're very since they're a very militaristic society, they love their swords. And people who make swords are kind of held in high regard. So he was a very established weaponsmith. He did, she doesn't know what happened, but she but he has turned his back on that life and established a Githzerai monastery way up in the mountains, and he sort of that's. So we're supposed to convince him to make this sword for us, or we're mm -hmm. supposed? To are we liberating a sword, or, or taking um, a sword from him? She also kind of uh, is not as clear. She knows that he has access to a sword. Either he's going to make it, or he has a sword with him. Does he know we're coming? Uh, he does not. Okay. Yeah. That. 
Does he like presents? Can you bring him presents? Make he maybe make him not so untrusty of us? Um, she says, short of bringing a mind player head to him, he, the, the gets the Gitsurai are very. They do not care about material possessions. They seek to. At, at what, what you know, they seek to master their minds and their bodies. Material possessions are not. Well, I don't have a mind player. I too can understand <laughs> the bond one has with their weapon. Easel here has won many battles. Um, so you show your, your sword, and sword. and um, Dexria will will kind of also look at it, and she'll she'll comment on it. This is this is a very good sword. She says it's not a gift sword, but a very good sword. It's truly and true. I want to know why you named yourself is, your sword Isolde. Is a beautiful name for a beautiful sword, <laughs> is it not? All right. Maybe it would have a story behind it. And I just throw down like a big old bag of assorted weapons. A bag of assorted weapons. to name each one of these. It would take so long. Oh. <laughs> so you don't name your weapons? I kill people with these. Oh, okay. <laughs> not necessarily people, you see, but oh, okay. beings. I'll say at this point the the barkeep is a little nervous. The barkeep's just a human. It's not an open like wi- wiping out mugs and he starts to kind of like wipe a little quicker, kind of like maybe start arranging to, to to close. Like he's a little bit nervous about this, but yeah. <clears throat> um, hmm. All right. And do you have any other questions you'd like to talk about with? She's she's about as new to this as so she's you. never been up to the monastery. The only reason really that she's with you is because Mr. Zircon knows it's run by a gift, and she is also a gift. So she's hoping that that will. It's kind of a gamble. Pretty bond. Yeah. So Dextra, do you know why Mr. Zircon wants this sword? Um, she let's see. She tells you that it's to fight a, a particular enemy, mm. but she doesn't seem to want to say any more than that. But Uh-oh. you can try to like talk, maybe talk about her. She, you, I guess, roll a perception check to see if you can kind of see the sheet. Uh, who's gonna knows more? Screw me up today. Come on, Scanlan. Yep. Nope. That's a two. Oh, did you roll a two? That's a six. Ah, Sir Merrick. After like conversing about swords and things like that, you kind of get a sense that yeah, you can tell that she knows exactly who it's for. Uh, and she, so she knows exactly why they want this sword. She's just not telling you. Hmm. So like you can kind of sense that she knows, but she's she doesn't seem too quick to tell you. It is obvious that this sword is of great importance. Rest assured, we shall be victorious and retrieve this sword for you. Excellent. Are well, you so. expecting trouble? Why so many? Um, it's true. There are five of us. Yeah. <laughs> um. She kind of laughs at that, and she says, "Honestly, I don't know. Um, uh, she, she doesn't. She doesn't expect it right off the bat because the Githari are typically fairly peaceful to visitors, and it, the monastery, if, if again, if it's in keeping with what she knows about the Githari, it's usually a welcoming place. It, it takes on initiates who want to, you know, seek that that kind of discipline, discipline themselves a little bit. So she says, by reputation, they shouldn't attack us." I don't know, outside of that. As long as we don't attack yeah. them. Mm-hmm. All right. But you never know. <laughs> and she does also say that the, the mountain pass that you're heading into, I, I mean, 
the reason the monastery is so remote is because it's through some uncharted wilderness. And so we don't know what we're, we might encounter on the way up. But. So we could find a mind player on our way up. It's possible. Because I, I, she's never been here. She doesn't know. She, she knows the path. And like the people of the town know about the monastery. And um, so, I mean, cause it, because it's situated sort of right at the, right at, right at a, I guess kind of like a path that's kind of cut Would that be? Would that be intelligence? <laughs> What's oh my gosh, what what did I make that? It's just our tower. I have a plus tower. Rest assured, we shall defeat any mind player that comes in our way. I'm going to go up to the barkeep and say, Mr. Barkeep, do you know of any mind players around here? Um, and the bar, he'll kind of like, when he sees you coming, he'll pretend like he wasn't like listening to your conversation. So he's just like, oh yes, um, mind players just say, um, boy, I should hope not. I, I haven't, I haven't seen any since. Since I've been here, I typically they they are underground dwellers, and we don't have any caves or caverns nearby. I should hope not. But uh, why why do you ask? Oh, we're just looking for a mind player head. Ah, um, well, um, I don't think anyone in this town can oblige you of that, but I do wish you the best of luck. Oh, all right. Well, thank you, and I leave him a gold coin. Oh, oh, thank you. And he kind of like winks. I assume we're already pretty stocked already. We don't need to. Anything yeah, like yeah. you and I, so you'd have whatever, like kind of, and I guess you're level five, so you could have a little bit. So that legendary bow I picked up back there, I could. <laughs> Maybe nothing like legendary, but but you like, let's no, say you no, each no. have a couple healing potions on you. You know, you you're you you are expecting. You're, you're kind of expecting the unexpected, I guess. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the pre-made, um, the pre-made sheets from D and D come with when you're a five, fifth level. They have five healing potions. Oh, okay. For the character. Well, so, yeah. Let's yeah. stick with that. Yeah. So it will tell you. Yeah. I just kind What's of went through and added a few extra. I have an yeah. abacus to practice my counting. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> because wow. Because Goliath. Like, wow. I saw that was an option, and I was like. Really? An abacus? <laughs> <laughs> no, that is weird. <laughs> you know, just in case you need yeah. an abacus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's abacus. Well, I guess we you should probably You can always <laughs> break it over somebody's head. That is true. Um, I'll say also, since you tip the, the bar, the bar, he, he, he kind of sees that you're, if you're, are you getting ready to kind of like pack it up and yeah. call it yeah. He's So as you kind of get up to leave, he says, uh, since you tipped him, he wasn't, he probably wasn't going to tell you this. He's like, um, just out of curiosity, I couldn't help it over here. You're planning on heading up to the, the monastery up the mountain. Is that correct? Yes. Sure. Um, so he kind of, um, after you tell him that, he, he kind of looks a little bit grave and he says, I need to tell you something about that monastery. Um, it's haunted. The lights dim. Yeah, the lights dim. There's one light behind you. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, a few of the people have come down that mountain saying that um, that the monastery has some has adopted somehow to save barbaric practices. Um, They're cannibals. No, I don't, I don't know if cannibalism is the, th- is the thing that so much, but um, what what I have heard. Well, that's good because we have a barbarian. <laughs> you're, you're a Goliath. I mean, no offense. <laughs> you're a Goliath. Um, but he says that there's he he hears he's heard rumors of uh, people going up to that monastery to kind of learn from the monks, and then they never come back, and nobody ever hears from them again. 
And he's also heard rumors that um, there is a, a forest in the vicinity, either on the way or around, that is deathly terrifying to people. That, that's one of the reasons they're scared of this monastery is because it there's a forest. is there's a forest in the vicinity that, that they just the people can't wrap their head around. It scares them to death. Is the forest on the way to the monastery, or is it a, somewhere um, around the monastery? She says she doesn't. He doesn't believe it's on the way, but he he says it's it's pretty nearby. He says he doesn't expect you to go through it when you're on your way, forest. but he expects you. He he basically expects if you head to the monastery one way or the other, you might this forest might come at you. So he kind of warns you about that. You seem like nice people. I just wanted to tell you about the reputation that it's had. Say it's haunted, do you? Uh, I haunted or haunted some kind of fairy work could ma- play there, fairy. but the people and demons maybe. People clutch their their religious symbols and and say a small prayer when we mention that monastery because it's people oh. are, are, are some of people have even spoken of a curse. But just aware, you look like you're all very prepared and hardy adventurers, but I would have would have not been able to sleep at night had I not shared that bit of information with you. Thank you, you very much. Sleep now, I suppose. Yes, you can. Are there any curse or hauntings? It's like, I'm sure you can. I meant no, I meant no offense, but... Um, Is there anybody else in the bar? Um... At this point, maybe like one or two townspeople that are, and you, you, you even kind of like, kind of notice that when, when he starts talking about it, you can tell they get a little like, it's almost like, they, like a chills kind of <laughs> come into the room. They're it's like, like oh. when you see Voldemort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, there's just, it's getting pretty late. It's taking you a long time to get to the town. So there's only a couple people that, that are drinking by themselves. But, yeah. All right. Yeah, I guess we bad. should prepare for tomorrow. I'm okay. going to back. All right. You're okay. totally going to be our Don Quixote, mm-hmm. aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Get by chance like windmills. <laughs> okay. So, everyone's sleeping. Do you just drink all night? Is that you just I, drink for I a I while? I go to sleep. I'm responsible. Oh, I was, <laughs> Robin was staying behind to drink, but... So, um, have a last call? Just a bad <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You're fine. Can I some dicker, I suppose? All right, so the next morning, um, Dons, you feel rested, you feel ready to go, um, and Dexria uh, gathers you up. You eat a quick breakfast, and she says she doesn't know how how far up the mountain it's going to go, so she wanted to get a really early start. So I'm going to wolf down that breakfast. Okay, yeah, so you eat your breakfast, you're feeling good. <laughs> I eat half it, save half um, it. Save your bacon, we can keep it in our pockets and eat it later. <laughs> So, um, she, they, towards the, I guess, kind of the northwestern edge of this little town that you're in, you can see the, the, the walls of the town kind of close around a, a, a gate. You're, you're heading out this northwestern gate, which is the opposite of the one that you came in. And then about maybe a half mile from there, you can kind of see the, the base of this mountain. And then you can kind of, um, there's a few sort of rudimentary markings and things like that but you kind of see that it looks to be like a staircase that has been carved into the mountain and you're looking at like it's like the sheer face of a mountain it's not just like 
um, a gradual uh, like, like the only like way really up. It, yeah, it's like a cliff with like a staircase kind of carved into it. So you it's cliffs of insanity <laughs> with steps. Yes, <laughs> exactly. No. Like so these steps. <laughs> um, so uh, you can kind of see that, um, and that's the that's where Dexter is saying that's that's where we gotta go. So we just gotta hike for a little bit. So I'll say, do you want to bring your horse? It, yeah, can Tristan do it? Um, it it will probably take you like twice as long, but yeah. But but I mean, if can I carry the horse? Oh, maybe. No, that's actually probably not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Horses are probably still Horses like 300 pounds yeah. anyway. So. I'll say, yeah, it's definitely big enough. It'll just take you a little bit longer to, to make the hike. So. Apologize, <clears throat> um, everyone, but Tristan goes where I go. <laughs> oh, God. This is going to go well. Oh, boy. Yeah, and, and yeah, Dextria is also going to be a little bit like, well, can we, let's maybe pack, can we put all of our stuff on your horse, yep. so, so it's not so terrible for us to hike. So so done already. Yeah, so they'll we'll pack up the horse with as much as as the horse can as Tristan can take, and we'll head up. So bring up the rear. Um, if you want marching order. Now seasonally, you're looking at yeah, it's like summer just barely turning to autumn, so it's pretty hot then. Um, so you're hot, and and you're right on the, the face of the mountain. There's really no cover, and you're just I'm climbing up. Um, real quick, roll like a, like a couple perception checks to see what you're seeing as you go up. Perception. Sixteen. I'll roll for. Okay. <coughs> Twenty-two. Oh, okay. Uh, Sweat dripping from your eyes. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, so that's pretty good. Still a little hungover from last. Night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so as you are going up, um, I'll say um, Washburn picks this out. You you start to notice, um, and yeah, it would be very, very kind of difficult. Who who got higher than like a fifteen? I got an eighteen. Yeah. Okay. So a few of you. Yeah, so if you so you you're starting to notice there's like kind of a a system of of posts and marking that that go up, um, but you don't it, and it's pretty. It's almost. Uh, as if um, they, I guess it's not readily visible. Almost as if it's trying to like hide, like like these these markings are trying are not trying to. That's what am I trying to say? Like I guess it's a, a specific type of person. Yeah, it's inconspicuous is a good word for it. Yeah. Um, so you notice it, and you notice there is a language on it. Um, the, there's these runes written in. They're like kind of weird. They're, they're letters. It's like circles with different sort of. I'm going to invoke eyes of the runekeeper. Okay. Because yeah. I can read all right. Oh, nice. Yes, that's a good one. Okay. I almost got that one, but I, I didn't. I can only read dwarfish. Um, <laughs> so you can. So you're starting to read them, and, and they kind of look like uh, as if it's um, numbers. They're they're like, and the numbers are sort of getting oh. lower. Are they higher? They're they're, they're decreasing as you go. So, and Dexria, who has kind of has seen that you've noticed, she sees and she tells you, oh, she's like, this is this is Gith. This language is Gith. Okay. And she tells you that they're mile markers. And so the one the 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 one that you're on, she says, oh, that's that's good to know. We we've only got five more miles to go, or something like that. So, so so you're you're making pretty good time. And. And <laughs> you you, you kind of make the rest of the way up, and um, yeah, by the time you get to the 
maybe about when you see that there's the, the last mile marker that says that you've got one mile to go, you kind of start to see that the, the path has gotten much steeper. When you look back behind you, you're almost looking straight down. And you gauge that you must be, oh, I don't know, maybe like 150, 250 feet up. You can kind of see the, the, the Karanak, the village down below you, the steam smoke coming from the chimneys, and it's like directly below you. Um, but you can also see that these um, small metal rods have been kind of jabbed into the into the rock, and there's like old rope going up. So you can kind of like, so you, you you get the sense that this is the last leg of your journey. So um, when you um, make it all up there, you're all basically kind of in single file. Uh, Dexria asks that she goes first, if that's okay with everybody. It's fine with me. <clears throat> Um, so she goes first. Do you, do you have any preferences to who is behind her or whatever? Horse I'm, probably I'm at the end, but yeah. Okay. I'll be up with Dextria. Yeah. Okay. I'll be up with Dextria. Okay. All right. So she comes to the door, and you see there is. Um, as you're kind of looking around, you can you can definitely see the monastery kind of rise up above you, and it looks like it looks old, like, and it and it looks like um, it was built with materials and like with an architectural planning that. You just have not seen before. It's kind of it's weird, um, but it's very beautiful in its way. It's um, but but you get the sense that 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 it's been here for hundreds, if not thousands, of years. <clears throat> and there's a there's kind of a stone wall that that wraps around it. We when you glance glance off to the right a hair, you can kind of see that it's on a plateau, and that the that like there's so the it's on a flat stretch of land that pushes up further, and then the mountain continues to go up behind it. Um, and you're at, uh, the, so Dextria is at a wooden door, um, and then she sees, she can read the, uh, the Gith writing over the arch, that, and she translates it into, um, the only truth is that there is no truth. That's what's written above the arch. Okay. So, so she reads that and she notices that she knows Facebook. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> the only thing that makes sense is that nothing makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so. What does that mean? Okay. Understand what this. Yeah. If you want to, and like, if you want to oh, take yeah, a look I around, she's kind of looking around for <laughs> some kind of a bell or something because it's just like a shut door and it's locked. She's tried it. It's just not open. Oh, I just got a 20. Natural 20. Oh, okay. What am I doing? Um, We're just looking around. Oh, looking around. Yeah, so on a 20, I'll say that you immediately, you're just like, oh, it's right here. You've, you've kind of, you found that there's these, um, that there's like a, it's kind of indented into the wall, but there is kind of a small rope that she, that she just couldn't see that you can pull on. I just reach like really fast before she can. It goes ding, 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 ding. Cool. So she, she says, oh, great. She, and she, she thanks you for... For, for taking care of that. It takes about a good, maybe like half hour. Even you ring it a couple times maybe before you hear it. you sense any activity behind the door. Except for 30 um, minutes Yeah, nobody, it, you, you can kind of, you can hear that there's sort of a chime inside, but it's it's weirdly quiet. Like you, you'd think it's a monastery, there would at least be some kind of bustle, but it's kind of weirdly quiet. Um, String my bell. So, um, soon, uh, you hear kind of a, sh a, a sound from, from within, and then you hear the door sort of unlock and opens up. 
And then um, before you is a male human. Uh, he's got his, his head shaved and he's wearing um, just kind of monastic robes, but also it looks like he, his, he's got fist wraps and feet wraps. It looks like they, they practice martial arts here. Um, and <laughs> he sees the, the huge line of people and he kind of looks back down and he is kind of, he's kind of perplexed by this. He says, yes, can I help you with something? I say, we are here to see Mr. Hosari. Hosari? Hosari? Uh, oh, you mean Master, Master Hawken? Yes. Yes, he's here, but, um, hey, what, what brings you here? Are you here to, are you here to align your minds with? With the, with the Gitzerai? <clears throat> no. Um, Maybe you should answer him, Dexria. Okay. Maybe yeah. you should tell him over here since you're, you're, you're a gift. So, uh, so she, she kind of, uh, she agrees and she says, we have business with, uh, with Master Hawken. Uh, we don't wish to discuss it with anyone but him. Uh, could you at least tell him that we've arrived or perhaps invite us in? We've been hiking all morning and we would love a place to sit. Um, and let's see, I will say, yeah, since the, the monk recognizing that this is a, also a gift, he, 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 he agrees to, to let you in. He's like, well, yes, come in. I will, let me go and inquire with <coughs> Master Hawken. Um, please come in, make yourselves at home. Um, what's ours is yours. Um, try not to disturb the other monks here, but, um, I will, if you want to, but please just wait here, and I'll run upstairs, and I'll go see if Master Hawken has some time to, to chat with you. Um, may I say what this is in regards to? Um, which, yeah, which Dextria would be like, no, um, our, we we really must speak with him, though. It's 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 it's. Uh, tell tell him. No, I guess it's a secret to everybody. Yeah, he even dropping Mr. Zircon's name would not matter. So she just says it's it's really urgent. Please. Um, we, we really need we it's really need to know. So, um, the monk agrees, kind of grudgingly, and he lets you all in. And he takes off. And what you can see is there's sort of an inner. There's like a like a cloister um, that he runs off into. You don't really see where he goes off towards the end, towards the back. But the, you're guessing that he's running upstairs to like a second level. But he, but no one else is really around you. You can kind of, now that you're here, you vaguely get the sense that um, the grounds are extremely well kept. Um, to your immediate front is the monastery, which if you were headed into that, it's kind of like an open cloister, like the, the cloisters are around and there's like a small courtyard in the middle. Um, you start to notice that there's a really, there's a domed tower, which is up on top and there are two smaller towers with these kind of copper looking domes. Um, and then you see that the wall sort of extends to the right and there is a garden um, and you can see two uh, other monks that are just kind of like working this garden. But outside of them, you don't really see anyone else. Can I check to see if there's anybody like hidden or like poised to attack us if uh, necessary? Yeah. yeah, you can roll like, you can roll perception checks to see if what you're noticing. <laughs> no. no I'm not. <laughs> I, I got a one. Seventeen. Okay. Sixteen. I'm like. Um it's you all the all, all at this all the point all the people that you notice are the couple of monks that are working the garden sort of off to the... Am I, how close are we to the garden? Is it right there? Um, it's, oh, it's about maybe like 
10, 15 feet away from you. Mm -hmm. It's not a, it's, you could walk over and. I'm going to walk them. over to one of the monks and offer them some of my bacon for breakfast that I kept. Oh, okay. And say, what well, can you tell us Just about the monastery? <laughs> I'm going to glare at them. Can you, can you tell us anything about this okay. beautiful monastery? Um, let's see. Two of, uh, let's see. The, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. two of them are, are gith. They're gith their eye as well. So they look similar. They, 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 and they, <laughs> Um, can understand that you're speaking to him in common, but they don't know common very oh. well. Um, but um, Dexria can come and sort of translate, and so so they stop, and they're also they're like surprised to see you, and you get kind of get the sense that they're in a way like younger, like that they're maybe like at a like a lower level of monk. Um, and they say a few kind of broken words in common, like hello and welcome, but, and they kind of were talking back to each other in a language that, in, in gift that you don't understand, but um, Kido just offers to translate and says, uh, she, and she, and she speaks speak to them in gift. She kind of tells them that we're just here on, with business with Master Hawkins and, and that she says her friend would like to offer you some bacon. So, and so they look at it and they pick it up and they, they, they take it and they eat it and they are very grateful. They kind of make this, this gesture of gratitude to, to you. Um, one of them, you notice, well, while these two are, are, are talking, you notice that there is uh, coming in from the, when you, when you, when you continue on down um, the pathway, there is a gateway that leads off into a path that just over kind of on the horizon of this plateau, you can kind of see the tops of trees. Oh. Um, but you see another monk coming in to the monastery into the perimeter of the wall, and she's kind of carrying these, like, she's got a pole with barrels of water on it, and she's coming in, but she is a wood elf, so she looks a little bit different, and she is, like, visibly weirdly excited to see you. She, like, drops her stuff, and she runs, and she, she, um, is it, are there any elves in our group? Okay. Well, she'll just run to the first person that she sees, which would be prob probably uh, Callista, and say, are you from out of, are you, are you from the village? Can you tell me what's going on? Like, like, what's happening in the world? I've been here for so long, I just like, we don't get visitors for very long. And How long I, have you been here? She, and she kind of pauses and she's like, three months. <laughs> Why did you come here if you didn't want to be isolated? Um, <laughs> she said, well, I didn't really think about that um, when I came here, but since I've taken my vows, um, I don't want to... The, the punishments are very severe for, for leaving a monastery once you've committed. Punishments? Uh, well, yes, or um, maybe punishment's the wrong word. The consequences... Um, not that... And she, she kind of senses that you're worried about her. She's like, not that they're going to kill us or anything. It's just an extreme amount of flogging. So, but I mean, no one's died from it. I'll just mount on my horse and say, not safe at all. Oh, yeah, Would you allow me to help you with your water? <laughs> and Someone so, fit, so, um, so fair as such as yourself. Like a charisma <laughs> save, see, yeah. Okay. Okay, so well, she, of course, she will still, she says, oh yes, of course, um, I was just bringing this into the, the inner cloister, but by all means, if, if you'd like to. And then, when they, when the two get that you're talking to, when they see this happen, they kind of like look at each other and they go and they pick up the water and they take it. Oh, like, before you can get there. Before you can get there. Oh. Yeah. Well, that was rude. Um, I think they want us going in there. Yeah. yeah. So they pick it up. Um, they don't. You don't get a sense of that there anything any communication between them and the what else? 
but when they, because so they both pick up the, the water and head into the, the cloister and the wood elf kind of shrugs it off. And says, those, those two are always like that. I think they don't, I think that because I'm not a gift, they don't think I should be here. But. What's your name? My name's Callista. Um, she says her name is um, Nissi Silver Soil. Nissi yeah. Silver Soil. Mm -hmm. Fair Nissi, is there any other way I could be of service to you? Um, she she thinks about it and, she, and then something occurs to her. She's like, oh, that's right. We're supposed to do all of our own work here. That's one of the, that's probably why they were mad that I asked that you offer to help and I let you help me. We're not supposed to do that. We're supposed to do all of our own work. So I'd like you to. But wouldn't they but, just doing your work for you? Well, I guess it seems so. Like but they're not really obeying the general principles. I'm sure still like American, by the way. Um, and she reaches and she she shakes your hand and she she and I'll kiss her hand. What, oh, oh, really? Cool. Okay. Oh, she, that, you can see her cheeks like light, like she blushes hard. She's like, oh, because like I slap. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, no way to treat a lady. Wait, but but she's very yeah, she's very like taken with the gesture and she but and she can't she's kind of like having a tough time taking. She's kind of going. Like, because yeah, she's so excited that you're visitors and that this is happening she's like beside herself so so yeah she you've kind of like she's and she, she keeps up with that she's like well, well first let's start what why, why are you guys why are you, why are you all here are you are you all gonna join you gonna join up oh we're yeah. just here to talk to, to master hawken about some things that we need from him oh master hawken um she says you know it's funny i've never actually seen him why am i not surprised um i mean i here. i I suppose he is. I, I, everyone talks about him. Everyone talks about, but but she does say, "Well, I'm a, an initiate here. Nisi, I'm not a monk." Is yet. this is this about a cult or is this here? actually oh. a monastery? Um, so she'll answer. Um, uh, let's see, Uzad's question first. She'll say, no, she says, cult, "Let's see, including me, there." I. She says, "I know that there's about ten other people here." <coughs> she says, three of them are." Oh, no, she says, "Let's see." Four of them are monks, like level monk, and then there are about six um, initiates like myself. Um, and then she kind of starts to say, "Oh, but then there was," and then she like catches herself and she doesn't, she doesn't finish her sentence. So, she's like, er, so anyway, what brings like what what's what news is what's what what's been going on? How many people don't pass the initiate phase? Um, and roll a persuasion check, cause like this is. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> this is gonna go well. Oh. Not bad. Uh, that's a ten. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, on a ten, she'll say, well, some do and some some don't. Um. <laughs> I I could assume that. But she says, on average, I'd say most people pass it to become okay. a, to go from an issue to a monk. What happens if somebody doesn't abacus, pass? And I'm like, so um, if there are like three <laughs> beads on this one, and the these don't pass, then that she's gonna so gonna <laughs> like, anyway. <laughs> she's gonna like at least make an attempt to steal this out of your hand because she's fascinated with it. So I don't know if you want to like resist it or just let her take it. But she's gonna be like, what is that? Like, it's an abacus. I've never seen an abacus before. She's like, what is it so? for counting? Oh. um... Why? <laughs> she's like, oh, well, counting. <laughs> oh, and she kind of has it back. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So why are the people of the village so scared of this place? Um, like, it doesn't look like it's 
dangerous. Uh, and so it, she says, it's, it's really not. We, we <clears> all <throat> kind of keep to ourselves. We, we practice and we, we grow our own food and we spar. And, um, I, but they, they might, it might be because of, and then she like stops. Oh, oh, is it because yeah. of the spooky forest? forest? Oh, um, it's a haunted oh yeah, because the guy mentioned it. And then she said, wait, haunted. wait, what did you, what did you hear about a forest? I just heard that like, there I was this spooky forest up here haunted. that no one liked to go to. I like there were spirits. So, People she dying. thinks about it a little bit. Um, Lots of people dying. And it's she looks to she looks to kind of make sure no one else is listening. Like she looks to make sure that those other two monks have gone inside, which they have, and no one else has come back out. She's, and she she like kind of leans in to like get a little closer. She says, "Well, that's the thing. To become a monk, you you have to leave the monastery, and you have to go spend five days in this forest down the hill. We will call it the Wraithwood." Um, is there a wraith yeah. in the woods? I don't know. And she, 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 that's what she says. She says, I've, I've talked to some of the other monks who've come out of it, and each one tells me something different. So we don't really know what it is, but, but we know that when it's time to be, from when an, an initiate wants to become a monk, they have to go into the wraith wood and come back out. And then if they, once they do that, they, um, there's, you know, there's a ceremony. I've seen it like once or twice, but. But then they be, then they become a monk of the monastery. So, do the are there monks that actually don't even come back? Um, she says, um, yeah. Let's see. Since she's been here, she says since I've been here, no. But she's heard stories. The, the other some of the other initiates have been here for longer, but she's heard stories about that. The monks will go in and they just won't come back, and then that's that's that. They fail their trial, and then that's it. But. But nobody goes in after them. That that much Ooh. we know. Hmm. We should but probably save people from being haunted out there. So well, maybe if they're even haunted. still out there, oh, well, it could be. Um, and then maybe they're doing the haunting now. They could be. And I'll say at this point, she feels pretty confident, and she like loves the fact that she's talking to people that aren't the same people she's seen every day for three months. So she even says, she says, now, don't tell anyone that I told you this, but. About a month after I got here, there was a situation. Situation. Um, now, again, I this um, I didn't know this the 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 backstory of this happened before I got here. But what happened was there was apparently a couple initiates here who, you know, got involved. Right? They were in love with each other. Oh. Now, um, the 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 rumor is is that Master Hawken sent. Um, the oh god, what's his name? The 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 man. It was a it was a human man and a Gitzerai woman. Um, that they uh, and she says I don't really even remember their names because like I personally can't remember their names. I have them written down somewhere, but I <laughs> can't remember them. She says I don't remember their names, but um, the rumor is is that Master Hawkins sent um, the the man into the wraithwood before he was even ready, just to punish him. And no, no one has seen him since. Now, um, when I got here, the girl, I, we, um, uh, maybe this was maybe about even a month ago, we were all woken up in the middle of the night by by this uh, scream. Oh, definitely. Um, we all woke up. We all came up to the main cloister, and we saw the the woman, the get the right woman, was standing up in the the northern watchtower that looks off off down to the mountain. We saw her up there, and she jumped off. Oh. She killed herself. 
Um, but she screamed first, not after she jumped. Was um, it like an afraid scream, or was it like an I'm jumping off the middle? And then at this point, that causes her to think back, and she's like, you know, I don't know. And then she says, that's a good point. Why would she have screamed before she jumped? But I just remember we were all woken up by a scream. Do you think somebody might have pushed her? Um, she said, I don't think that I, I don't think anyone else was up there. We were all down here watching. I it was a kind of everyone was in a panic. I don't know for sure. But um, all I did know is I saw I saw her jump from the that. Well the everybody tower. except Master What's his face who you've never seen. I guess that's right. So but I don't know. I don't know I mean, why you he would have concerned him himself. Up there either, but. Mm-hmm. She said, I guess that's possible, but I don't know why he would have concerned himself with that. Oh, of course, that does seem silly. But anyway, I probably told you too much. Please don't tell anyone that we had this conversation. Um, but um, and then she she kind of as she's kind of like reliving this this moment. She says it was it was a very difficult thing to to witness, um, and it's again despite the fact that I, I, would, I want to stay here and continue to learn, it's made me very kind of skeptical about how things are run. I don't really know who, who to trust. Would you like a piece of bacon? She's like, oh, bacon. And she eats it. She's like, I haven't had meat in three months. What? So she, yeah. You don't eat meat? You know, we just eat the cabbages and stuff that we grow out here. Sorry. Rest assured, it's not. <coughs> we are horse. a brave adventuring party. If there is horrors await us in the Rakewood. You know, this dispatch of them. We'll be fine. Mightily. Well, that's good. Well, keep an eye out. Do not And and she kind of, her eyes get wide again because she's she's a bit smitten with you. (laughs) Her eyes get wide and say, wow, you guys are real brave. The raven locks. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And she says, wait, I I don't know why you'd want to go in there, but if you do, please keep an eye out for any of the other monks that, I mean... They might some. They might still be in there. They might be dead. But I mean, we'd like to know. Uh, especially the the one, the 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 man that went in and caused the, his lady love to throw herself off of the watchtower. I'm sure he would want to know what happened. It's tragic. <laughs> but, but yeah. So she um, she's very impressed with you, and she has. It's like you you really made her day by just talking with her. Um, I don't know. If you, and do you have anything else you'd like to ask her about, or? I don't. I that. Okay. We're just waiting for the, the guy to come out. To All right. So I'll say um, you you can kind of um, as you kind of leave her. She just goes kind of goes back to gardening, and then when you go back inside, um, you can see the other two gith uh, are like that. There's a staircase that leads down from within that inner cloister. And there's two staircases, wooden staircases, that lead up. And so, but from the area that you're in, um, in the courtyard you can see, um, let me see here. What you can see in the courtyard is kind of like, um, there's, uh, let's see here. Uh, You can see like these tapestries are hanging from the wall. And what it looks to me, it looks to you like um, it's kind of chronicling this history of the gift that um, Dexter has kind of told you about. You can see like mind flayers sewn in there. You can see like a parting of ways between um, the Zerths or the Githzerai and the Githyanki and that kind of thing. So it's kind of like depicting their sort of history. Um, and bef- is there any, do you want to, you, there's still no sign of the, the door guy, but is there anything you want to? Can I look around and see if there's anything magical? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Check. Okay. So staircase huh? down. 
That is a. That's a 23. 23. Um, I am a little peckish. Okay, so you're kind of looking around. You don't notice anything magical, but I will say you can kind of tell on with the, on that roll the the material or the the that this monster is built out of. It's it looks like stone, but when you touch it, it doesn't feel like stone. It feels almost like. Um, cold metal. On, Ooh, you know, being racist and you're in Goliath. Yeah. So. <laughs> With an intelligence of one. So yeah, you can kind of get a sense that the, whatever this is built out of, it's weird. You've never really seen a material like it. I don't think hmm. I've ever read a book in the last. This so. is made out of really weird no, rock, rock, guys. A book. I've read books. <clears throat> <laughs> With words. Huh? We're discussing. He has an abacus. He's <laughs> <laughs> an abacus. Yeah, um, and let's I see. Uh, let's say this. So while you're kind of looking at the the walls, uh, Dexria investigates them too, and she says, "Ah, uh, yes, I've I've heard that um, the Gitsurai oh. construct their buildings like in limbo and transport them here. I don't know. I." So this is Limbo Rock. Mm-hmm. And that's what she says. And then at that point, you hear a voice coming from the stairs behind you. And she and it's like a kind of a raspy, kind of a calming voice. But this person says, that's exactly what we do. We built this eons ago in the astral plane. And we brought it here for the enlightenment of those who would seek us out. And the, so you see, you see the, the, the bald monk doorman coming down. And behind him is... Uh, another get really long white beard, long white eyebrows, um, shaved head, and again wearing the robes with the same kind of design. But again, you get the sense this is Master Hawk, and he's wearing his robes are immaculate, and he just has this presence as he comes down the stairs that um, strikes you. So, um, and so he when he he kind of comes down to the to the bottom of the stairs and addresses all of you and he says and he's speaking common he speaks it very well um and he says um you've gotten my attention by bringing a githyanki here um what is it i can do for you can we talk in private um uh, he yeah roll a, like a just a general like um maybe like a charisma saving throw to because he yeah or, or yeah just a check So I got um, oh. 20. Oh, two. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So he. Um, I'll say that your character with with what you learned about the Gith, you picked up a few sort of uh, turns of the tongue, like mannerisms that you feel like you know would be would would ingratiate yourselves to him. And he notices this, and he he kind of strokes his beard, and he says, and you can kind of tell that it's made an impression on him. That he's like, yes, yes, we may. Um, and so he directs you to follow him upstairs, um, and you, you go up, and you, what, you're, in, you're up on the second level, and what's before you is like a massive sparring room. Like, the floor is made out of, like, mat, it's like matted, like, like cushions, yes. Before we came in, it was like okay. a place to bar my note. Oh, um, yes, he, and he, he says, he says that the, the, the door monk, to, he'll hitch him up and we'll give him some, something to eat. And so the, the door, the, with you. the door monk takes him out and just kind of hitches him to the wall. Um, so you're all upstairs and it's, um, and it, it looks 
like, and there are like benches on the outer edges of this sort of training room, and there's mirrors all over the walls. Um, so it looks to be a sparring room where monks fight with each other, and then other there's spots for monks to watch this. So, um, and he tells you that no one will, and and then when you stare, and it looks to be like you're on the uppermost level. When you look up, you can see the dome kind of shape around, and it again, it's more it's more of the same kind of the pictures of the Gith sort of division of the Githzerai and that kind of thing. So it's all kind of chronicled on the walls. Um, and so he says, um, yes, um, how can I be of service to you? <clears throat> we turned and look at... Um, Dexria. Oh, Dexria. Dexria. Yeah. Dexria. Um, so Dexria um, reaches out, to, and it, it's she reaches out her hand um, to, and, and they, they, they do this sort of a, Kind of a handshake that you haven't seen before, but it, you kind of get the sense that it's this like she's definitely like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like this cool handshake they've gotten. But she makes a gesture to it, it. It almost reminds you of when you have two cats in a room and one of them lies down on their belly to make to, to so you, so the other cat knows that it's a friend. But it's but it takes a submissive like it takes like a submissive role in that relationship. So you can kind of that's what you're reminded of here in this interaction because. And, and it seems to really go over well with Master Hawken. And he, he says, he says, I see that you have uh, chosen the, the, the path of enlightenment, and this pleases me to no end. But um, are you here to perhaps join our monastery? And she, um, and she launches into this very, like, she's flattering this guy. Like, she says, as much of an honor as that would be, Master Hawken, I, I have, I'm here on strict orders from my employer, um, a man named Mr. Zircon. And, what we really need is a sword. And at this point, he pauses and he, his eyes narrow and he says, what kind of a sword are we talking about here? And she, she goes and she tells it, she goes into how we know the, his story of as a master arms mate, arms dealer, or arms. Kind of silver sword. And, and she tells him we need a Githyanki silver sword to defeat a mighty enemy that we can't, and we can't defeat this enemy on our own. Um, so he considers this, and he considers it for a long time, and he said, he asks, he tells her, he's like, I don't know if you really know what you're asking of me, um, but can you tell me about this enemy? And at this point, they speak in Git. So if, does anyone have, like, comprehend languages? Anyone want to try to? I just have, I can read languages, but not. I can read all writing. So... They speak. They're speaking in a language yeah. that you can't. Uh, they're speaking in Git, and then she says something that sounds to be like a name, at which at which point he his eyes widen and is you can tell he's a little bit shaken by this, and he says yes, this is the only way, and so he says, in order to do this though, one of your one of you present here must challenge me to hand to hand combat. <laughs> I only help. I I only. When he even says that, he he just says combat. He says keep your weapons. But one of you must best me. In combat. In combat. For me to trust you. For me to work with you. Well, I would. You're the. You're the. I would automatically throw down your gauntlets. And Dexria offers to do this. Um, she, but she again. She, she, he, he wants the group to make that choice. Who, who would you like to fight I'll this guy? Which? I just have magic. I mean, I could fight him, right. but I just I was have magic. Fight him. Fight him. No, I, I would. 
volunteer myself. What are you two? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, one of you two. You can roll. I could try. Roll for it. Who's, who's go got the highest me. hit points? And, and he even tells you, he says magic, whatever, whoever you want. He, he doesn't say, he, 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 you get the sense that he doesn't think you're going to beat him either way. But he says, I must I'm better with one. weapons and unmounted. Un- Horseback, but what are your skills? Your skills. Well, I've got quite a few weapons. I saw that. <laughs> I vote for Talma. So. What's everybody's hit points at? I've got 44. Oh. So he keep your weapons. Is it like no weapons or? No, he's oh, a, yeah, you oh, can use whatever. Like, oh, you can yeah. use whatever. I, was, he's like, I thought it was like, he's like, cut and me open him. and that's it. Ah, yes. So, yeah, he, he I mean, says you're welcome to, but he says you're also welcome to use whatever means you have. Oh my goodness. We must fight. <laughs> How many hit points do you have? 38. I have the same I'll as her. <laughs> I can spare the dying if any of you are knocked almost If any of you are knocked unconscious. But. All right, well, I'm, I'm voting Tall Mod. Yeah. Tall Mod. Tall Mod, you can do it. Okay. You can do it. It'll be fun. All right. <laughs> Go, Tall Mod! All right, so... Um, I'll shoot him if he's going to kill you. It'll be fine. So you have... Um, Tall, Tall Mod is, has, has chosen to to, oh, to battle. Bang my sword on my shield. Yeah. Tall and Mod. You, you often, uh, he gestures for everyone to, to move from the sparring area. And you can all kind of take your seats. There's benches and things like that, and you can watch this. Uh, Is anybody so, else joining? Just us? Um, yeah, just you guys right now. Um, so I pull out my war hammer and my yeah. shield. Yeah, I pull out a thing of popcorn. I guess <laughs> I cast <laughs> thaumaturgy, and it starts playing this epic battle roll for music. initiative. Oh. oh. All right. Okay. So this yeah. guy. So he one hits you. <laughs> if he, that would be amazing. <laughs> I'd probably just join the monastery right there. Okay. Nineteen. Oh, okay. Wow, as a fighter, I suck. Yeah. Archer, so. Yeah. Oh, my God, Archer. Are you comes the damage far? He, so he's going to, um, he launches into this, um, and he's taking two, he's really quick, these two quick blows at you. So the first one, so, uh, yeah, that's going to be, yeah, that's going to hit, that's close. So that's going to be like a 24 and then the other one, oh, he crits though. So the first one hits. But, um, yeah, the second one I does want to not. use my... Well, I guess he's got to roll okay. damage. Okay. I need to figure out when this All right. so. happened, though. Critical failure. Okay. Okay, so the first hit hits you. That's for... Are um, those the first dice? Yeah. Oh, do, I, do you do that after damage is rolled, like, total? You let me use the cursed dice? <laughs> or is it like... That's like crit, all I had! I crit failed on the first roll. Um, <laughs> are, are you doing something... Those dice oh, okay. were so bad. I'm just using the hand. Okay. I'm not doing great. Okay, so let me roll total damage. Okay. 
because oh, so, so that's like his first hit. Um, yeah, so that's uh, gonna be six. Uh, then that's just the, the like no, hits that's, you. That's all the damage. Well, not yet. Not yet. Yeah, yeah, there's an long. extra effect. So it hits you, and it like it feels like it feels like you've just been clobbered with like a club. Like this guy, it it shakes you a little bit, and then all of a sudden you hear this like welling up in your mind, like this scream in your in your mind that like it just like racks your brain, and then you oh, take I'm already four, wanted. Four, five, two, more of this. Three, six, seven, eight, nine. So nine psychic damage too. Oh my gosh. So I'm going to subtract a total of fourteen damage. Oh, this. which I think that was so nine. So it was nine plus six. So yeah, you so only one take one damage. one damage. Oh yeah, nice. Okay, awesome. So um, oh, and as you turn, just once. Oh. <laughs> I mean, subtracted <laughs> so D12s. Like, subtracted D12s yeah. everywhere, you know. Since <clears throat> what barbarians are doing. Is it my turn? Yeah, it is your turn. Ah, well, I say. Twelve winters of grief for Hrothgar, king of the Danes, sorrow heaped at his door. By <laughs> hell and pants his misery leap. And then I'm going to hit him with a warhammer. I told you I did this. Ooh. That is a 23. That'll hit. Yeah. Cool. That's a D. You have two attacks. Eight. Yes, I do. For the first attack, it's seven oh, damage. So much. So much. So much. And then I have a... 17 for the second Mata attack. Uh, 17 will hit as well. Nice. Ooh, yeah. And that's 10 for the second one. Okay. What did, um, so 17, 17 total. total. 17 total. So Legending. I'll just do this like this. Um, oh, wait. Can I? I would like okay. to use my action surge and take another attack action. Also, no. after your second attack, oh. I'm going to take that first damage, but after your second attack, he's going to uses reaction to do shield and so he's so he's gonna he's got a it's a reaction okay is that actually let me look up shield i thought it was a reaction to well it is a reaction. i thought it was a, it was a reaction to taking damage but maybe i am wrong until after yeah. the full attack yeah yeah so maybe let me look including any extra attacks with an action surge right if i don't if yeah if he's still shielded oh. i probably have an action surge have any bad book yeah, so, um, so he's going to do a uh, shield. He's looking for the shield spell. Shield. Uh, it is a reaction. When you yeah, when you were hit by an attack. Okay. Or targeted by magic missile. Okay, so after the first, the first one hits, when the second one hits, he's oh. going to cast shield, and that gives him okay. a plus five. Yeah. <coughs> So the 17 is not going to hit. Okay, cool. In that case, <clears throat> I will just, that'll be that, I guess. Okay. And then it's back to him. All right, so he is going to do the same thing. He's going to do a couple punches at you. So that's going to be a 11 to hit. Uh, no, that will not hit me. And then that one's going to be a 21 Yes, that'll hit. So the same deal, just... Hits you like a truck for four, and then ten. Ooh, eighteen. Eighteen damage. Eighteen psychic. So eighteen Here. plus four. That's like for twenty. Oh, twenty-two. Lose? I don't know. Let me know when you're bloodied, like half hit points. <laughs> I think at this point, like he's not trying. He's not trying to kill you. What he's is it? It's was twenty damage. Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm at twenty-three damage. So that's it's almost. Okay. 
It's my turn. Yeah. Is he still shielded? Or is that... Um, is that it lasts for a round, so I don't think he is anymore. It's probably, yeah. Because okay. it was a reaction on your turn, so yeah. So he's not shielded anymore. Attack him with a 20... That will hit. Something. That will hit. Okay. Nice. A 10. Then I attack again. Oh. Ooh. No. That's oh, man. a critical one. That's a one. one. Okay. Wait, what did I roll for the first one? Two. 20 it something. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I then I rolled a critical fail. Okay. All right. That's 10 damage. Okay, awesome. Uh, and so, and you guys are watching this. Critical fail wants to be. You're kind of amazed with how fast this guy. He looks because he looks old, but he's moving like quick, and he's like bobbing and weaving, and so he's coming it's at like you the again. Matrix. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Okay, these two though are gonna miss. <laughs> so you and you're you're kind of getting a sense of how he fights. You're dodging him. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Come on, come on, come on. something. Okay, hit. Hmm, plus like an eight. Uh, no, a ten. That's him for the miss. second one. That's so, that's five damage. So much and I'm going to use my action surge to do the attack okay. action again. Sweet. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. Another one. Those dice. And a 15 to hit him. What happened to the baby um, dice? Yeah, that's not going to... Well, okay. they don't roll very well either, oh, okay. so... So he's... Uh, so, and, and I'm going to say, like, you, that last... The last time you dealt damage to him, it, like... Hit him in the face and he's got a little bit of blood. He kind of like wipes it and he just like smiles at you. So. Oh no. All right. Ooh, oh, that's gonna hit you. Yeah. So here's the next one. He's gonna he's gonna hit you right in the face for. Oh my gosh. For that, so it's nine plus for damage. Three plus five, so that's nine plus eight, so that's for seventeen, 17. damage. Oh, seventeen. Seventeen. <laughs> you okay, Tom Mod? And he's got one more attack. Oh, oh no! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that one misses. This Come is... on, I need a critical hit or something. It's a twenty-one to hit. Okay, that's gonna hit. As well as a uh, twenty to hit. Yeah, you have a second hit. wind. Yeah. Oh yeah. What is, is second wind an action? It's a bonus, bonus action. action. Bonus action. Oh. Bonus action. Yep. Okay. D10 well, plus your plus five. So it's five damage and. No, no. I say we're all the same, and we have a face so twelve, still so the and then it's what a D ten. Yep. Plus your Constitution modifier, I think. Uh, plus five. Plus actually. five. Plus how many so, levels of fighter you have? Okay. Ah, uh, I see. So I get twelve hit points back. Yeah. So I'm now at. Nice. So it's like that minusing twelve from the damage. Okay. Yeah. And with that, so that that last hit, you you like catch him. He's trying to do this some um, kind of like move where he gets behind you but you kind of you kind of see it and you like clothesline him you like <laughs> and he like flips and he hits the ground on the mat and then he puts up his hand um and he kind of like holds his back and then he he calls off the fight he says he says good 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 i need to make sure i'm in business with people who know what they're doing and, and you you seem to know what you're doing and he, and he shakes your hand he reaches out and he says well fought and um and i'll say when I he say, does that oh yeah what are you saying they have seen my strength for themselves, have watched me rise from the darkness of war, dripping with my enemy's blood. <laughs> and he likes this. He says, yes, indeed they have. Indeed they have. And so when, when he shakes your hand, you feel any remaining hit points that you had get refilled back up. Oh, like, no. He, he heals you. Um, um, and then so he says, so <laughs> he agrees to uh, help you with this uh, sword. But what he tells you, he says, um, in order to defeat the enemy that 
your, that your employer, Mr. Zircon, is going to defeat, the sword's not going to be enough. I will, I, and he says, I agree, I will return to the astral plane, um, risk my life in the, in the Githyanki city um, of Thuranak, and forge a sword and bring it back here. Um, but if, in order for it to actually to be effective, you're going to need some dragon's blood. Unfortunately, the only place I know to get dragon's blood is in the, is in the Wraith Wood. And he tells you that there's a coven of, of hags that sort of have a shaky sort of high, like governmental sort of control over the Wraith Wood. And he says, I cannot guarantee they will even help you out, but the only place that I know you can get dragon's blood is from them. Is it a specific kind of dragon's blood? Um, he says he doesn't know. He just says it's just dragon's blood. But but he says dra- he says any dragon's blood will, will okay. work for this sort of ritual. But, um, so so he says, and and then he and he tells you he says, and he's very transparent about it. And he says, I'm not going to lie. I've had initiates enter that forest and not come back out. Um, it's part of how we do things here. Only the strongest among us may achieve the level of monk. No one That's is forced into it. Uh, it's, they do this of their own free will to achieve a higher level of enlightenment. And he even says, some, some of my monks have returned expressing vi- clarity of vision that they haven't been able to have anywhere else. And, and on, only talking about posit- saying that it's a miraculous place, but others have returned and they have not been the same. It, I don't know, I can't tell you anything other than that. You've never been there? Um, therapist. He doesn't yeah. answer that question, but you can Ooh. press him if you want. But like, why would you send people there to do something if you've never done it yourself? Yeah. It seems kind of... Yeah, if you want to roll a persuasion check. That's not going to work, but I'll do it anyway. Yeah. Play. It's not there. A six. Ooh. Okay. Um, he says... <laughs> he says that he... He says he, he says when the, the hags have... have what, is, what would he tell you? He says... I don't know. I have no need. I have had no need to go in. I, um, he said, my trials were elsewhere. My trials were elsewhere. <clears throat> okay. All right. So I'm I, at this point. I'm going to Dex- Dexter and say, Dexter, you told us you didn't know who this enemy was, but you told him something to make him agree. Who is this enemy? Um, roll a persuasion check. Persuasion or intimidation? Um, either one. You could intimidate it out of her. I will help you with intimidation oh, if we sweet. need to do that. That is a critical. Oh. It's a 20. Okay. Natural 20. All right. So she is, um, and, and so yeah, she's, I guess, more scared. I mean, she, you, you, you're presenting an imposing presence with your kind of warlock ability. Um, Plus I'm a tiefling. Yeah. So she says, uh, on that, you will have, you'll intimidate this. And she just says, all right. I don't know why this would hurt. And perhaps maybe you could even help us in this process. But um, we're hunting down. A black dragon. The black dragon's name is Bill. Bill. Black <laughs> Spelled with a Y. B Y L L. B Y L L. His poor parents. The black dragon. Poor Bill. Yeah, and that's all she said. You can ask her more, but that's she's not. She's gonna tell you who this is, but that's. But again. They named him William with a Y. Yeah. But he changed to Bill. Right. Right. Okay. So we need dragon's blood to defeat a dragon. Yes. Um, okay. So it's still is it still morning at this point, or? Um, I'd say you're probably. I mean, you you've been hiking all day. Um, 
I'd say you're probably like late afternoon. Sun kind of, it's not set, but it's getting right. You're yeah, it's maybe about I don't know like can and we, you're in autumn, so it's maybe like five, six PM. Can we ask the monks to stay the night? I don't necessarily want to go into this place. No, I think sure. we should wait until the morning. I yeah. agree. If that's all right with you, Master. Um, and yeah, at this point Master Hawken tells you he says, The monastery is yours. Eat drink whatever you need. We 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 don't have personal possessions here. You have um, meat? We don't have any meat. Uh, I still have bacon. You have some leftover bacon, but we have a pantry downstairs. Um, there's sleeping quarters downstairs. There's a common area, um, and this is down basement level. Like they they have kind of carved out an, a, a, another area down in the basement. But he says you're welcome to sleep down there. Um, you're welcome to move among us as you please. You have proven yourself, and you're on a. And he thinks that your mission is. He's he's willing to help you out. So. Um, would you like to do any exploring? Should we wrap it up there? We're at 76, so we'll wrap it up. Okay, so we can wrap it up. To be continued. To be continued. You can explore more. Next time. Mm -hmm. Next time. You know, I...